Shalom to all. Today's daf is Psachim Daf Chaf Beis. We are starting five lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored. B'schos Dina Bas Elisheva. Hashem should send her her zivug hagan bekar of mamish. Now yesterday we had a machlekes between Chizki and Rabbi Vo. How is it that we know that chametz on Pesach is aser ba'ana? Chizki had learned it from the pasuk lo ye achel chametz. Chametz shouldn't be eaten. The Torah could have said don't eat chametz lo yechal chametz. So from this unique wording we learn that not only is eating it aser but also driving benefit from it is aser. Now it's important to note that this drasha isn't limited to Chametz, as we had said, anytime the Torah writes, lo achel, instead of lo yoychal, it teaches us that both eating it and deriving benefit from it is aser. Whereas Rabbi Vo argued, and he stated quite simply, that anytime the Torah mentions some sort of derivative of the word don't eat, lo yeachel, lo yseachel, or lo yseichlu, that teaches us that there's an isra and isra and this is learned from Nevela, because specifically by Nevela, the Torah tells us that it's mutter implying that any other time the Torah says that it's aser to eat something, that means that not only is it aser to eat it, but it's also aser to derive benefit from it. And the Gemara says, Masu Rav Yitzchak Nafcha, he asked the following question, Rabbavo, we know the Gedan Nasha is aser, that's the sinew in the back part of the cow. The Rahman Arma the Torah says, Therefore, the Bnei Yisrael should not eat the Gedan Nasha. So we have this lotion of Lo Yaichlu. Utanan, we have a Mishnah, a person is allowed to send the thigh of an animal to a Gentile, the Gedan Nasha Besaychai, even though the Gedan Nasha is inside of it. And we're not afraid that another Jew is going to see that he sent this to the Gentile, that Jew is going to end up buying it and eating it without taking out the Gedan Nasha, because he's going to think that since it came from a Jew, that it already had the Gedan removed. We're not afraid of that. Because you can tell if the Gedan is still there. And we see from the fact that a Jew is allowed to send this Gedan as a present to the Gentile, that you're allowed to derive benefit from a Gedan Question on Rabbi Vo, who technically should say that it's Aser The Gemara answers, Kasav Rabbi Vo, he holds, when a specific heter was given to Nevela, that we're allowed to have benefit from it, what was included in the heter was the Nevela itself, and the usually forbidden fats, and the Gedan So we see that the heter of Gedan is actually part of the Hatter of Nevela. The Gemara asks, That's only good according to the Manda Amar that the Gid Hanasha itself tastes like something, so it could be considered meat, so therefore it has this Hatter Hana. El Amar, but according to the Manda Amar, in the Gidin Benaisintam, that there is no taste to the Gid Hanasha itself, so therefore it can't be considered like meat, and therefore there is no Hatter along with Nevela for it. Michael Mamer, what could we say? So we answer, Who is the Mandarma that there is no taste to the Gid Hanasha? Reb Shimon, it's Reb Shimon. The time you have a bride, let's say someone eats the Gid Hanasha of a treif animal. Rabbi Yehuda Machayv Shtaim, Rabbi Yehuda says that person is Chayv for two Isurim. Number one, he ate treif meat. Number two, he ate Gid Hanasha. Rabbi Shimon Paiter, Rabbi Shimon says he's Potter completely. Why is that? Since the Gid Hanasha doesn't taste like anything, therefore it's not considered meat. So not only is he not Chayv for eating treif meat, he's also not Chayv for eating Gid Hanasha because the only Isra of Gid Hanasha is on a kosher animal. And this is Gid of a treif animal. And we continue, Reb Shimon Hachinami to Asurbanon. Reb Shimon will actually tell us that Gid Hanasha is Asurbanon because it's not considered meat. Detanya, we have a brisa. Gid Hanasha, Moturbano. Gid Hanasha is permitted to have enough from it. Divir Rabbi Huda, that's Rabbi Huda's opinion. Reb Shimon Eisr. Reb Shimon says it's Asurbanon. So this is not a steer to Rabbavo. According to Reb Shimon, Rabbavo would say that you're right. Gid Hanasha is Asurbanon. But we continue asking Rabbavo. Dam, what about blood? The Rahman Armor the Torah says, Call Nefesh Mikem Loisai Chaldam. Any soul among you is not allowed to eat blood. Vitanan. And the Mishnah says, Elu Elu, these and those meaning different types of blood. That were sprinkled on the Mizbeach, Ms. Arvin Ba'ama, they mix in the channel or the pipeline that ran through the Azara, Kidron, and they go out to Kidron Valley, and they're sold to all the gardeners of that area as fertilizer, and a person could be Ivor Mi'ila, meaning he'll be chai for misappropriating hektish if he doesn't pay for it. So we see from here that this blood, and it says about Eloisai Chaldam, you're not allowed to eat it, nonetheless, we're still allowed to have benefit from it. It's being sold as fertilizer to all the gardeners. The Gemara answers, Shani Dam, 
Blood is different. Because compared to water. The Pasuk says, Don't eat it. You should pour it, meaning blood, on the floor like water. Just like water is permitted to have benefit from, so too blood is permitted to have benefit from. The Gemara asks, Perhaps we should compare it to the water that's poured as libations on the Mizbeach, and that is Asr Bahana. Amr he answers, Kamayim, it's compared to water, Rav Mayim, like the majority of water. A majority of water is permitted to have Anah from. The Gemara asks, Midi Rav Mayim Ksev, does the Pasuk say anything about the majority of water? So Elam Ravash Ravashi answers, Kamayim Hanishbachim, we compare it to water that's poured, Buloi Kamayim Hanishachim, not like water that's used as a libation. The Gemara asks, Ve'em Kamayim Hanishbachim Fanei Avadizara, we should still compare it to water that's poured in front of Avadizara, and that's Asr. The Gemara answers, Hasam Nami Nisach Ekri, water that's poured in front of Avadizara is called libations. It says in the Pasuk, Yishtu, Yain, and Nisicham, they drink the wine of their libations. So we don't have any problem. But now we ask a question on Chizkia. Chaf Pezon Bezon on top. Well, Chizkia, according to him, Lamai Hulsa Iskesh Damulmaim. Why do we need to have a comparison between blood and water? There was never any sort of Isr Hana on blood because he only applies the Isr Hana to when the Pasuk says Lo Ye Achel, but the Pasuk of blood doesn't say Lo Ye Achel. So therefore, he never has any reason to say that it's Asr Bahana. The Gemara answers, Lichid Rav Chiyabar Abba, Da Amar Chiyabar Abba, Amar Biechan. He says in the name of Yechanan, Menel Adam Kachim Shein Machshir. How do we know that the blood of Kachim is not going to be Machshir something in Kabotoma? Shinamrit says in the Pasuk, Lo Yisachlenu Al Arsish Bechenu Kamaim. Don't eat it. It should be poured on the ground like water. Dam Shenishvach Kamaim. Blood that's allowed to be poured out like water, machshir, then that can be machshir something kabotoma. If it's not allowed to be poured out like water because it has to be sprinkled on the mizbeach, any machshir, so then that's not going to be machshir something kabotoma. That's what Chizkiah uses as the drasha between dam and mayim. But now we continue asking Rabbi Vova, right? We have Aver Menachai. The Chizkiah says in the Pasuk, Do not eat the soul along with the meat. Vitanya, Rabbi Nasanaimer, he says, How do you know that you're not allowed to offer a cup of wine to a Nazar, or offer Aver Menachai to a Noahide? This is someone who's accepted upon himself the seven mitzvahs b'nei noach, and he is not allowed to eat aver menachai. Talmud learns the Torah says, "V'fnei in and michshol, you are not allowed to place a stumbling block in front of a blind person." But halaklavim shari then implies that you are allowed to give aver menachai to a dog, meaning you're allowed to have benefit from it. The Gemara says, "Shani aver menachai de iskash ladam." Aver menachai is compared to blood. The Chassid says in the pasuk, "Rat chazak, be strong." Levilti yochel hadam, do not eat blood ki adam hu anafesh, because the blood is the soul. So we see that aver menachai is compared to dam, and dam we're allowed to have benefit from. So to aver menachai. Were also allowed to benefit from. But now we ask, according to him, why would we need to compare Aver Menachai to Dam? There's no reason to prohibit Hanah from Aver Menachai. He'll answer you, Dam who the Iskash Aver Menachai is actually blood which is being compared to Aver Menachai, not the other way around. Just like Aver Menachai is Asr, Avdam Menachai Asr, it's also prohibited to eat blood from a living animal. I might have thought that the Pasuk of blood is only telling me that I'm not allowed to have blood of a carbon. What about blood from a living animal? That's why we have to have this comparison to say that even blood from a living animal is Asr. What type of dam is usher from a living animal? Dam hakaze, that's blood from bloodletting the animal. The soul of the animal goes out with that blood, and that type of blood is usher. Now the Gemara is going to ask a question on both Chizkiah and Rebavo. What about Rishar and Niskal? This is an ox that gored a person and killed them. And the Torah says that that ox has to be killed. The Rahman Amr the Torah says, We're not allowed to eat its flesh. Vitanya and the Bresa says, From the fact that the Torah already said that we have to stone this Shar, don't I know that it's Nevela? It wasn't Shechted properly, it was stoned to death. And you're not allowed to eat Nevela. So why does the Torah have to tell us that you're not allowed to eat it? 
Pasuk's teaching us, if it was shechted, after the bezin said it has to be killed, and the owner quickly went and shechted it, usher, it's still going to be usher to eat. And Ainli Alabachila Brasa continues, I only know that it's usher to eat. How do I know that I'm not allowed to even derive benefit from it? Tamalarma, the Pasuk says, Ubal Hashar Naki, and the owner of the shore is going to be clean. And my mashma, what can we infer from here? That the owner of the shore is clean, that means that he's not allowed to have benefit from it. Shimon ben Zayma Aimer, he explains, Ka'adam Sharmil Chaver, it's like a person telling his friend, Yata Plani Naki Min Chasev, that person has been cleaned out of his possessions. And he doesn't have any benefit from them. Similarly to what we say, oh, we cleaned out the store. That person is completely cleaned out, meaning I don't have any benefit from what I have. So we see the one the Pasuk says, the person is clean. That means he's not allowed to have benefit from it. So here the Gemara concludes its question. Time in the cost of Balasharnaki. We see that the only reason why you're not allowed to benefit from it is because the Pasuk says, the email, if we're going to try to learn that from the Pasuk of that only implies that there's an Israel and not an Israel. Clearly, we need another Pasuk to tell us that there's an Israel. No. So we have a question not only on Rabbi Vo, but also on Chizkiah, because this Pasuk over here is Lo Yeachel, and even Chizkiah agrees that the Pasuk of Lo Yeachel teaches us not only an Israel, but also an Israel. No. So we have this question over here. The Gemara answers, Really, the wording of Lo Yeachel teaches us that it's not only Asr Ba'achila, but it's also Asr Ba'ana. The Pasuk of Baal Sharnaki tells us that you're not allowed to benefit from its hide. We need that Chiddush. You might have thought, it says you're not allowed to eat its flesh. You might have thought that you're not allowed to eat the flesh, but you're allowed to have benefit from the hide. The Chiddush is that you're not allowed to even have benefit from the hide. And now we just continue with this. What about these other Tanaim? They use this Drasha of Baal Sharnaki for a totally different Drasha. These Tanaim learn the Pasuk of Naki to teach either that if a short Tom killed someone that he doesn't even have to pay half Kaifer and only a short Muad pays full Kaifer. Others learn Naki to teach us regarding a payment that if a shor had gored a woman and she miscarried Loyalenu regarding that payment. So Hanas Ariminalahu, how do they know that you're not allowed to have benefit from a tide? Nafklu, they learn now, may Espisare from the extra wording of S, what do they learn? S Hatafalibasare, whatever is Tafel, whatever is secondary, and that is the hide. Vidach and the other Tano, Esloy Darish, he doesn't darshan the word S as a reboy, as including something else. Kiditan, you have a brysa. Shimon Ham Saini, Ba'amrila, some say it was Nechemia Ham Saini, Hayadarish, Kol Asin Shabatera. He used to darshan every time it says the word S in the Tyra, that it's coming to include something. But Kivin Shigiel, Esashem Lakechatira, once he got to the Pasuk of Esashem Lakechatira, you should fear Hashem your God, Piresh, he stopped and he didn't darshan anything. Why is that? Rashi explains, how exactly are you going to include something? The Pasuk tells us that you're supposed to fear Hashem your God. How is it possible to include something else in the fear of Hashem? You should only fear Hashem and not fear anything else. So therefore, he stopped darshaning and he actually retracted all of his drashas from all the other Essen in the Torah. Amrulai Talmidav, his Talmidim asked him, Rebbe, call Essen Shedrash to Matei Alein. What are you going to do with all the other Essen that you darshaned? Amrulai, he said to them, Shem Shekibalti Schal Adrisha, the same way that I received Schar for darshaning these words, so too, I'm going to receive Schar for retracting my drasha because if it's not the truth, we're not going to teach it. So we see from here that there is a Tana that doesn't darshan Essen as a reboy, as an inclusive drasha. However, we continue over here at Shabbat Rabbi Kiva, and Torah Rabbi Kiva came along, Vidarsh as Hashem Lekechatira, he darsh in this Pasuk, as Hashem Lekechatira, the rabbis Tamid Chachamim, to include Tamid Chachamim, that a person's fear of a Tamil Chacham, of his Rebbe, has to be as great as his fear of Hashem. 
And we continue asking on Chizkiyon Rabavo, Vare Arla, what about Arla, which is fruit within its first three years of being planted? We know if that's Aser. The Rahman Amalatar says, Arelim loye achel, they're not allowed to be eaten. Vitani we have a brasa, Arelim loye achel, only Ela Israhila. I only know that it's Aser to eat it. Minash loyen and how do I know that we're not allowed to drive benefit from Arla? Shlo Yitzba boy, he's not allowed to use it to dye something, Vilayadlik by Sener, he's not allowed to use it as lamp oil. Tamalemer says in the Pasak, Varaltam Arlasai, Arelim loye achel. We have two Lashinus over here. The Rabbis is Kulam, then includes everything. You're not allowed to eat it, and you're not allowed to derive benefit from it. So here's the question. Time of the Kazrachman of Araltam or Lasai, The reason why we say it's Usr to derive benefit from and Usr to eat is because we have two Lashinus in the Pasak. Halafahi, but if not for that, Havamina, I would think Israhila Mashma, Israna Lai Mashma, that it's only Usr to eat, and it's not Usr to derive benefit from. Question, because we know that the wording of Loyachel, both according to Chizkiah and according to Bavo, means that you're not allowed to have Hana from it too. The more answers, really the word teaches us no having ana and no eating it. Vishani Hasim, the Pasuk of Arla is different. It says to you, and I need it because I might have thought since it says to you, I might think that it belongs to you, meaning you are allowed to have benefit from it. The Chiddush is that you're not allowed to. That's why I have this double Lashen. So now we ask, now that it says in this Pasuk, what do I need that for? It seems to be if I'm not allowed to have enough from it and I'm not allowed to eat it, so what's the Pasuk of Lechem teaching me? The Gemara answers Lechem the Tanya Brisa. Lechem, Lerabis, and Atul, Lerabim. Lechem includes a tree that was planted even for public use that also has an Isra Arla on it. Chav Gimlam and Aleph on top. Rabbi Huda Imer, he argues and says, Lechem, and Atul, Lerabim is excluding a tree that was planted for public use. My time with Tanakama was the Tanakama's reasoning that a tree that's planted for public use also has the Isra of Arla on it. The Chesavit says in the Pasuk of Netatim, and you're going to plant trees. Lechem, Mashma, Lerabim, Lechem, Mashma. That implies that singular people are planting for them themselves, but not planting for public use. Unitatem means, and you plural will plant, meaning individual people will plant trees for themselves. Therefore, the Torah writes, Lachem, Lachavi to include even a tree that's planted for public use has an Isra of Arla. Rabbi Huda, what does he do with this Pasuk? Unitatem, Mashma, Bein Larabim, Bein Yachid. The word Unitatem implies that you're planting both for public and for private use. Lachem, Bein Yachid, Bein Rabim, Mashma. The word of Lachem also implies both public and private. Have a riboy, a riboy. Here we have two inclusive statements, one after after another, the ain riboy acha riboy el lamaid, and whenever you have one riboy after another, that's just coming to make a limitation, and that means that the only trees that have an isra arla on them is something that's a private tree, it's owned by a private person. However, if it's for public use, then it does not have an isra arla on it. But we conclude over here that we do not have any question on chizkia on rabavo, and we're going to pick up tomorrow with more questions on chizkia and rabavo. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.